On today's show, the Yankees are staying alive, and no, I won't sing it. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, I'm going to be apologizing to him in this show. I need to. We all need to apologize to Garrett Cole. So we'll talk about the game. We'll preview the do-or-die game Monday night in the Bronx. And Mike Francesa, of all people, thinks Bob Costas talks too much. All that next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, Yankee fans. It's a good day. We have more baseball to look forward to. Thank you. Garrett Cole. We'll talk about that in a second. Welcome to Lockdown Yankees, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen. You can subscribe in every podcasting platform available, including Odyssey, Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube, please. And if you hit the bell, you're notified when our videos go up. And once you're watching our videos, if you click the thumbs up and like it, that helps us too. So please do that. And uh, yeah, thank you for making us your first listen today. I'm a little late. I was expecting to do this earlier in the day, but I slept 10 hours last night. I was uh, exhausted and partly because I didn't sleep Saturday into Sunday. And it was partly because of the way the Yankees lost on Saturday night. And it was also because my 30th high school reunion was Saturday and I was bonding with all my Yankee fan classmates and commiserating, and uh, had a lot of fun, and still can't believe I've been out of high school 30 years. That's frightening. And I will say, briefly, everyone looked great. I was expecting at least one or two people to have Botox and fillers. No. And so many people looked basically like they did 30 years ago, just slightly older. Some of the guys a little more gray, a little more bald, but all the ladies in my class? Well done. Honestly, I was impressed. It was great. It was fun. I had a fun time, except for, you know, the Yankees. But I got that out of my head immediately because I didn't want to ruin my time at the reunion. And uh, yeah, we're not going to really discuss Saturday. We're going to be positive here. We're going to be positive about Garrett Allen Cole and his performance last night. Let me let me start. Garrett, I am so sorry. And there are a bunch of us who are sorry joking about how you're not the ace and how you shouldn't have gotten game one. And after game one, I was fine with Cole because he did really well in game one. And he pitched his butt off again last night. And he's the main reason why the Yankees are surviving and moving on to this do or die game five in the Bronx. This is what you want. A night game, not a day game like Friday. I know the crowd was good on Friday, but I felt like the vibe was off. Something was not right on Friday. And it probably had to do with the fact that they had so many off days. So Garrett Cole pitching through seven is it's what the Yankees needed because one, the bullpen needs rest Two, We need a break from Boone making a blunder a bullpen blunder like he did on Saturday and 
It's just you want that performance from your ace, you know, in the playoffs. He's earning his money, basically. And Joe Randazzo, who is the Yankee librarian on Twitter and Instagram, tweeted, and I thought this was really interesting and true, because I like sometimes coming up with comparisons like that, or like the one I'm about to talk to you about. He said, Garrett Cole is a lot like Roger Clemens. The regular season wasn't always Cy Young-ish for the Rocket when he was with the Yankees, but when they needed him in the postseason, more often than not, he comes through. And people always like to bring up the wild card game against the Red Sox because it was against the Red Sox. That's really the reason why he can't pitch against the Red Sox. He folds in big, you know, big moments. People forget about the hamstring injury. If it wasn't for the hamstring injury, he could have won the Cy Young. People always forget that. So good for Garrett Cole. Seven innings, two runs on six hits, one strikeout. No, one one walk, eight strikeouts. You know, he gives up the home run to Naylor. Uh, It wasn't a game-tying home run. It wasn't a home run to take the lead. And it's just the home run thing is still an issue. But there was no harm, no foul there. And after the game, they asked Cole about they asked Cole about Naylor's uh, rocking the baby motion after he was running, or not after, while he was running the bases, because I guess that's what he does. I don't, I don't watch the Guardians, and there was a lo- there was a lot of discussion about that. There was a lot of discussion about that move. There's part of me who likes that kind of celebration. You want that kind of fun in baseball. But the other part of me was thinking what I just said. It didn't tie the game. It didn't take the lead. It was basically just a home run. And that's all it was. It turned into just a home run. And you're doing that around the bases. So that's kind of embarrassing for Naylor especially because he didn't do much after that. (laughs) But they asked Cole what he thought about the celebration, and he said, yeah, whatever. Cute. That's exactly the answer you want. You don't want Garrett Cole coming out and saying, I thought it was disrespectful. No. Because, you know, there are some Yankees who are pimping home runs. They don't do rocking baby motions around the bases, but they stare at them a little too long and flip the bat and do things while they're running around the bases. And it's all fine that they do that. I just think it's funny that Naylor's home run turned into really nothing. (laughs) And he was making such a big deal out of it. What are you going to do? But Garrett Cole, man. Woo! Thank you. Thank you so much. We needed this performance so badly. And because he lasted through seven, 110 pitches. Good on you. Boone only had two innings. To make a blunder. And he didn't make a blunder. Yay. Yay, Aaron Boone. He didn't make a blunder. Also, he probably, you know, there were some guys who weren't available. And the the only thing that did worry me was I wasn't sure about the fact that he was using Holmes in the eighth and Peralta for a third night in a row. And it wasn't just that it was Peralta for a third night in a row. Peralta threw... I believe it was 27 pitches on Saturday and 16 pitches on Friday. But then Peralta comes out and only throws nine pitches to end the game. So we had nothing to worry about with Wandy Peralta. And 
So the Yankees win 4-2, and we'll talk about how they got to 4-2 because, you know, it wasn't the pitching that scored the four runs. It was the offense. But before we do that, the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. So what the good thing is about Simply Safe is you can use it on your phone. So if you're somewhere where, you know, obviously you're miles away from your house and you want to check on things and make sure things are okay, you get a crystal clear live stream of your cameras sent to your phone. So you can just look and make sure that everything's fine. They have 24-7 professional monitoring and their agents will call you the moment a threat is detected and they'll send police or first responders in an emergency even if you're not home or can't be reached. So you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks again for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. Subscribe now to Locked On Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when each episode premieres. So last night, Aaron Judge was in the two-hole again, and Glaber Torres led off, and he led off with a single. What a concept. Now, Judge struck out. <laughs> but Glaber stole second, which is good, because move him over, no double play. Rizzo singles. Scores Glaber, nice, and the Yankees have a one nothing lead. Now, in the second inning, Josh Donaldson hits a single, Bader hits a home run, puts the Yankees up 3 nothing. Awesome. Harrison Bader is embracing being a Yankee. Like, he's really enjoying himself, okay? So, he now joins Charlie Keller as the, the two Yankees with the most home runs in their first four postseason games. Charlie Keller had three in 1939. Harrison Bader had three in 2022. How awesome is that? And the Yankees gave Bader the belt last night after the game. Um, he's just, he's amazing. Jason Buford and I were talking about it last week, how great Bader is at his position. Although he did bobble a ball last night, but I'll forgive him for that. Um, and you know, you're not expecting Harrison Bader to hit home runs because when they traded for him, the talk was, he's great defensively. Don't expect much from the bat. You know, he'll be fine, but don't expect much from the bat. It's more the defensive play of Harrison Bader. That's why the Yankees want him because he's really good in center field. <laughs> Three home runs? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so Yankees are up 3 nothing. So it's 3 nothing. Heading into the bottom of the third, Cole walks Austin Hedges. And I made a joke when Aaron Hicks was walked later in the game. And someone said, well, Cole walked Austin Hedges. I'm like, true, true. Because, you know, <laughs> there are some guys you shouldn't walk. And Austin Hedges is one of them. So Miles Straw lined out. The Guardians score on a... A Ramirez single, Stephen Kwan scored. Stephen Kwan is a pain in the rear end. 
He's one of those pesky guys. Like, honestly. Ugh, every time he comes up. Because he, he's one of those pesky guys who isn't... He isn't normally a threat, you know? Like, I mean, he hits singles. But you don't expect him to keep hitting singles. Like, I don't know. He's just... He's, he's pesky and annoying. He reminds me of... Maybe like Jonathan Scope was when he was on the Orioles and it always seemed like he hit against the Yankees and then he did nothing against anyone else. That's what it feels like with Stephen Kwan. They're all so fast on the Guardians too. They're annoyingly fast and pesky. And that's why this series is going into a fifth game. (laughs) So in the bottom of the fourth, Josh Naylor hits the home run off Cole. He does his rock the baby motion. And yeah, okay, here's the thing. I'm all for home run celebrations. I wish Yankee players would do them more. Baseball needs to be fun. Baseball needs to be fun in order for people to want to keep watching it. And Naylor doing that celebration was funny. It's ridiculous and it's funny. Now, I didn't really like it that much because it was against our team. But if he did it against anyone else, I would have really left my rear end off. So Naylor hits the home run, and that's in the fourth, and it gets to 3-2. And with the way things were going for the Yankees in this series, you were just like, okay, can the Yankees score more runs? Now, they didn't do that till the sixth inning. It took a sack fly to do it. Thank you, Giancarlo Stanton. And I really thought he hit that ball better. I thought it bounced off the wall, and I thought it was going to be more like a double, which would have been great. Um because it would have been better to score the two runners that were on base because Aaron Judge hit a single, Anthony Rizzo hit a double. Um, But they got one run, made it 4-2. Thankfully, it stayed 4-2. And then the bottom of the ninth, yes, I was slightly worried just because Wandy Peralta had pitched a lot in the last few days. Josh Naylor grounds out on an 0-1 pitch. Oscar Gonzalez hits the first pitch, grounds out to uh, Glaber, Throws it to Rizzo, two outs. And then Andres Jimenez strikes out swinging. And Peralta only threw seven pitches. That's exactly what the Yankees needed him to do. And of course, because Peralta pitched the way he did last night, there were questions about how Boone used him and everyone else on Saturday night. And you have every right to question that because I don't know what Boone was thinking. Was he thinking? (laughs) Yeah, that was a Boone loss. I've talked about Boone losses and Saturday was a Boone loss. And IKF had a big role in the loss as well. He didn't really help out Severino early in the game. And they finally sat him down last night. Oswaldo Cabrera played shortstop, no issues whatsoever. And when they asked Aaron Boone if it's going to be the same for tonight, he said, probably. You can't have IKF out there. You just can't. You can't. If you think he's pressing, and it's not that he's not pressing. I don't know what Aaron Boone was seeing this entire season, but he's not pressing. He's just not a good shortstop, and the Yankees cannot keep rolling him out there. So, Keep Cabrera there, and you have guys who can play left instead of Oswaldo Cabrera. And, you know, they might not hit the ball, but at least they can play left field. And it's not that Oswaldo Cabrera can't play left. It's just 
better having him in the infield. And we saw that last night. So expect to see that tonight. So in a moment, we're going to discuss the fact that Mike Francesa thinks that Bob Costas talks too much. And we're going to preview the matchup for tonight for tonight's do or die game. No pressure, no pressure at all. But first. Okay, let's discuss this. How is everyone enjoying Bob Costas on the broadcast? He talks too much. He really does. I've been complaining about this the entire series. He talks about stuff that doesn't even pertain to the game. And he just rambles on and on and on. And Mike Francesa, of all people, was complaining about this on his podcast over the weekend. So this is this is the quote. Oh, God, this is so funny. Costas will not be quiet. He thinks every word is golden because he just will not shut up. Everything is a history lesson. We don't need a history lesson every two seconds. Everybody's a Yankee fan. They have Yankee history. They understand Yankee history. They know it backwards and forwards. This is not a history class. It's a baseball game. Be quiet. Do the game. He's driving everybody crazy. The irony of Francesa talking about someone yapping too much. But Francesa was paid to yap too much because he was on a radio show, and you're supposed to. You're not supposed to act like you're doing a radio show during a baseball broadcast, so I get that. He said, we all know that Bob Costas is a very talented announcer, but he has absolutely just talked on and on and on and on and just droned on and on and on this entire series about absolutely nothing for the most part. And then he offered Costas some advice. (laughs) It's a game five. It's a dramatic series. It's a dramatic fifth and deciding game. Let it breathe, Bob. You've squeezed this thing for all its life. It's almost like Bob's been locked away somewhere just dying to talk, and now you can't shut him up. (laughs) Now, this makes me laugh mainly because basically that was me at my reunion on Saturday night because I don't go out a lot. I don't go out at all. I really don't. And... I'm fine staying at home and working from home and, you know, doing things. But when I go out and see people for the first time in a really long time, yeah, I have to talk myself into not talking so much. Bob Costas needs to do the same thing because this complaint has been going on the entire series. He will not shut up. I should have kept track of how many times, which game was it? Friday? Or maybe it was even the first game. He mentioned 1948 at least seven times. And I'm, I don't know if I've seen it. If you've seen it, let me know. But I don't know if someone has made up a Bob Costas drinking game, but someone needs to do that because it's just ridiculous. And a lot of people are doing funny tweets where they're imitating Bob Costas. Like they'll put Bob Costas and then put a ridiculous quote about nothing that has to do with the game. And then Ron Darling mentioning something about the game. Because that's basically what's been going on this entire series. And it's just, it's a lot. I get the whole, it's Bob Costas. Like Francesa said, you know, he's, he's Bob Costas. He's a a longtime broadcaster. He's revered by some people, but it's too much, Bob. It's not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. It's not. It's too much. He needs to stop. He won't. 
He won't. All these complaints from people, they're not going to make Bob Costas stop at all. Hi, I need coffee. I slept 10 hours last night. Bob Costas talks too much. He probably won't stop talking. You're going to have to deal with it. The way I deal with it is uh, I mute him. I don't have the sound on during the games. I'll put the sound back up if something big happens and I rewind it to see it again with the sound on just to see how the crowd reacts and stuff like that. But I can't, I can't, I, I cannot deal with Bob Costas yapping that much. It's, it's ridiculous at this point. You know, Bob Costas is a Hall of Fame broadcaster. He's called three World Series and the 2022 Division Series performance, his on-air performance, it's that no one's going to look back at this and think, oh, that was great. No, they're going to think back and say, oh, my God, he wouldn't shut up. <laughs> and that's not what you want. You don't want people to think that, Bob. So tonight, do or die, Yankee Stadium, possible rain, but... The good news is the rain's going to move out probably by 8 p.m. So if anything, there will be a delay, but it won't be much of a delay. So it'll be like, you know, the Yankees are playing an 8.05 game, hopefully, and not a 7.07 or 8.07 game instead of a 7.07 game. So tonight's matchup, do or die, Yankees against Guardians, Jamison Tyone against Aaron Savali. Okay. Now, Jamison Tyone, I'm not going to fault him for Friday. I'm really not. He's not used to coming out of the bullpen. There were a couple of plays that could have gone better. So I'm not going to blame him for that. And matchup-wise, because they only show what happens in the series, Oscar Gonzalez is one for one. Josh Naylor is one for one and Jose Ramirez is one for one and Oscar Gonzalez has a run batted in and Josh Naylor has a run batted in but I feel like starting Tyone is different than relieving Tyone and he should be okay but the first sign of trouble Aaron Boone needs to walk his butt out there and get Tyone regular season 14 and 5 with a 3.91 ERA 151 strikeouts Savali uh, five and six with a 4.92 ERA, 98 strikeouts. Now, I know some of you are salivating at that, but you also know that sometimes the Yankees have issues with guys with high ERAs, so we don't know how that's going to go. And I'm sure Terry Francona, at the first sign of trouble, will be taking him out. All hands on deck. All hands will be on deck for the Yankees. It's do or die. It's the only series that made it this to this point. The Astros sweep the Mariners. The Phillies knock out the Braves. The Padres knock out the Dodgers. Big ups to the Dodgers. Because if the Yankees end up losing tonight, it won't be the most embarrassing playoff exit. Because actually, the Braves are even worse than the Yankees. The Braves won 101 games and got knocked out in the first round. The Dodgers, 111 games, best run differential in the league. They beat the Padres how many times in the regular season? Like 14 out of 20 times. They get by. They get kicked out by the Padres. Phillies Padres in the NLCS. Yankees and Guardians are playing to see who faces the Astros in the ALCS. And I'll say it right now. 
I'm not going to all right, I, I'm not going to say it right now. The Astros World Series is not inevitable because I feel like with the way the Padres and the Phillies are playing, one of them could beat the Astros. Because again, did anyone expect the Nationals to beat the Astros in 2019? No, no one did. Absolutely no one on earth thought that the Nationals were going to beat the Astros. And you're seeing it in these early series. Things are happening that you wouldn't expect to happen because that's what happens in the playoffs. So the Yankees and Guardians are playing for a chance to play against the Astros. It's like, <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. Have fun with that. So it's Jamison Tyone against Aaron Savale tonight in the Bronx, do or die. Garrett Cole pitches his butt off and helps the Yankees get to this do or die. Harrison Bader also helps the Yankees get to this do or die. It's going to be a great atmosphere in Yankee Stadium. You know Naylor's going to hear things. Miles Straw is going to continue to hear things. It's going to be loud and rowdy. And yeah, I'm not going to predict anything because you have no idea what happens in a Game 5. Game 5s are very freaky and streaky and crazy and who knows what's going to happen. But let's just hope it's a positive result for the Yankees. And let's hope that the next show I do is a happy show and not a show of mourning. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can listen to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up button, comment, and click on the bell so you know when our videos go live. And now that you've made us your first listen, how about making your second listen the Locked On MLB Podcast? MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow, and go Yankees. Go Yankees.